3: Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul. Some 41, 30 seconds to Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club.
1: And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks on the
4: road. DJ and Bucky together out here at Chargers camp. Buck, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good because I got a chance to see a team that many are kind of penciling in as one of those Super Bowl contenders. And so it's good to come out and see the team because one thing to talk about them, It's another thing to get a chance to watch them practice, kind of do what they do, even have some live scrimmaging. It was a good experience.
0: Yeah, I got a lot of work in here for the Chargers. A long scrimmage, ones versus ones, good versus goods. Tell you what, they've got a lot of Pro Bowl players, a lot of premier players in every position group. So it was fun to watch those guys battle. And we're going to get a chance to talk with several of these players, as well as general manager Tom Telesco.
4: And it's great to get that insight because... You know, sometimes when you're in practice, it's one thing to do to Zoom, one thing to talk to them on the phone. But now to get a chance to see them coming off the field, now we can ask them some real questions because you got a chance to see the superstar quarterback. we got a chance to see the defense kind of coming together. And so it's, it's great to get the insight from these guys.
0: Yeah, some of the premier players in the National Football League. We saw them on the field. We're going to talk to them here shortly, including Rashawn Slater coming off a Pro Bowl rookie campaign. Mike Williams just got that big contract. Really had a nice career here for the Bolts and the architect of it all, Tom Telesko. Well, I mean,
4: I think it's interesting that we're talking to the offensive guys because this offense has the opportunity to be lights out. Uh, we talked about Justin Herbert and what he has already shown that he can do in his first two years in the league and now going into year three. He has full command of this offense. When you look at this team in practice, the ball barely hits the ground. I mean, he's so effective and efficient, getting the ball out to the playmakers. You see all that. But then up front, we talk about Rashawn Slater and what he has already been able to establish Second-year pro coming in, takes care of the backside. Just does a really good job of just kind of neutralizing his man. And you already can see the confidence from year one and year two continuing to improve. And, look, Mike Williams just got the big payday, partially because he's a big play weapon. They certainly have to make sure they give him the ball, but they have enough weapons to win Uh, a lot of games. Well, let's not waste any more time here. Let's just jump
0: into it here. Tom Telesco has done a nice job building this roster out, somebody we've known for a long time, always great to catch up with the general manager of the Chargers, Tom Telesco. All right, Buck, excited to be joined by our good friend Tom Telesco, general manager of the Los Angeles Chargers. Tom, how's camp, man?
5: So far, so good. So far, this is going to be great tonight. You know, something different for us. This is, you know, we're probably about, you know, seven plus days in. So different structure for practice. We all move the ball, um, you know, thud, not tackling, but game situations. Uh, so it'll be fun. We get something, something different.
4: How anxious are you with these moments when you have these, kind of scrimmages even though they're controlled how nervous are you when it comes to injuries and the like because you want to see the guys work but then you don't want to have any of your main guys get hurt yeah
5: pretty anxious <laughs> yeah I'm, you asked a question to get an honest answer um yeah because this is you know it'll be a little bit more intensity than a regular practice obviously lower than a game um but when intensity increases yeah injuries could happen um but we have to work like this you know we have to grind with each other we have to you know contact with each other with with some physicality we just can't wait till a preseason game so it's stuff we have to do but it is controlled um and you know we have a script for the practice and we can change it whenever you want to change it just depending on how it goes so um, but you know we need this we need this right now
0: biggest difference when you first got into league training camp to training camp now and what you like and maybe what you don't like
5: wow um you know, my first training camp was when I was an intern for the Buffalo Bills when you were there. So, oh, you know those, what it was like. Those, those were nice training camps. Yeah. <laughs> but they were still, you know, two-day training camps, yeah. um, you know, with, with some pounding in there. So, um, I just think, you know, we're smarter with how we work nowadays. Um, and obviously, these got to work in the year round. But uh, we're just smarter now. Um, we get everything done we need to get done. We have a walkthrough in the afternoon. So it really is one practice a day. But, yeah, it's changed a lot. But I think it's changed for the better. Is
0: there one position, though, that maybe is harder to evaluate your own roster now with maybe a more limited contact than what it would have been 15 years ago? Well, I just know,
5: and it it was probably the same back then. But, you know, running backs, linebackers, safeties, when you have to tackle and you don't tackle in practice, you know, it's hard to really get a good look. Um, So for our running backs, you know, they need the preseason to see how that shakes out because you can only see so much in a practice field, you know. If the back's in a hole, would he make a miss? Would he not? Would he run through that tackle? We don't know. Will that linebacker? Will, will he finish that play? Will a pass rusher finish a sack? Those things we won't know till we actually get in a game situation.
4: I'm really curious about the condensed preseason, going from four games to three games. How does that change your mind when it comes to the evaluation and how you play your guys?
5: Uh, it really hasn't changed much for us because we do the combined practice with somebody else. This year it's with Dallas for two days. That's great work. Um, we started doing that a number of years ago. Um, I think the four preseason games, I don't think we really needed that anymore. I think three is a good number. We'll see if it changes down the road. But I think three is a good number, like I said, for running backs, linebacker safeties, Just seeing guys finish plays and tackle, we do, we do need some games. Um, but having the combined practice with another team um, like we have with Dallas, it's just great work. You get a lot of reps. In our ones, we get a lot of reps in those practices rather you know, than the preseason games. So that's very helpful.
0: We've got to get to the quarterback here with Justin and where he is. And we've seen such unbelievable play on the field but I, I, try and tell people the scary thing is I think there's still so much more ahead of him. What have you seen from him in this camp?
5: Uh, you know, it's easy for me to say he's more comfortable in the offense. Um, cause I'm not, you know, in the huddle <laughs> with him. Um, but I, I just think it's normal that he is, you know, there's, there's a lot more of, of his input on what's going on. Um, you know, they talk about, this is like, kind of like, like uh, 2.0 or, or, uh, um, of course the two zero one rather than last year. So, um, and you do see him taking a little bit more of a leadership role, which is normal for that quarterback. It's, you know, When you're a rookie quarterback and you're young and you're in a huddle with a bunch of adults who have been in the league for 8, 10 years and have kids, even though you're the quarterback, it takes some time to grow into that leadership role. I know we see seen more of that here. And uh, he just has so much more growth. I mean, I said the other day, he's still the youngest quarterback in our division. So he's still getting better. He's still moving forward. So, um, But you know, he's had a great camp so far.
4: You know, it's funny because we you talk about having a young quarterback in Justin Herbert, but it appears you got great experience at the perimeter positions. Why is it important to maybe have some of those veterans on the perimeter as the young quarterback grows?
5: Because they're uh, when they're supposed to be in a certain spot, they're there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where interceptions happen, when a guy's not where he's supposed to be. So with Keenan and Mike, you know, they're always going to be in the spot where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there. So, and that's big for, for, a, for a young quarterback that you can rely on those guys. We want to make sure we have enough weapons around justin that are different styles that joe lombardi can go to the play sheet and and call some different things so different styles of running back tight end at receiver have a nice menu that we can go to
0: where where needs to where does the growth need to be team-wise you know to take that next step just right on the precipice of being in the postseason last year where's the growth need to take place i think
5: the easiest part uh which is why we need training camp right now is just on defense because we have so many new faces and I know some of these players. They came, maybe had played in this scheme before, maybe played for Brandon before. But it's still on defense. It's a lot of communication and working with with each other, um, knowing where the leverage is, knowing your teammate next to you. So we need this reps on defense to get our guys together. We could have five or six new faces on defense this year. Um, that that's significant. Um, not a lot of not going to be a lot of continuity just personnel wise on that side of the ball. So that's going to be important for us in training camp for these guys to get working together.
4: You know, big offseason acquisition. You get Khalil Mack. To go with uh, Joey Bosa, why is it important to have multiple pass rushers that can throw out at opponents?
5: Well, I learned a long time ago when we had Freeney and Matheson in Indianapolis, and we were always on the lookout. We would like we need three, we need a third rusher, we need a third rusher. So you need really need three. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ask our head coach, you need four. But I'm kind of like trying to be uh, asking perspective. We <laughs> try and find three, but obviously having two, you know, two guys like that 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 you have to account for both of them. Um, Joey's been unbelievable in training camp. He's even taken his game, to me, to another level. Um, So this game is about pressuring the quarterback and then covering behind you. That's the biggest part of defense. So to have those two guys, hopefully we'll be closing out some games in the fourth quarter. But uh, those guys are so important to rush the quarterback.
0: You get the ability to rush the quarterback. You talk about guys being able to make plays behind him. You bring over J.C. Jackson. You had Asante Samuel Jr. last year. The premium you guys have placed on ball skills seems to be pretty obvious.
5: Yeah, and it's not just a corner; it's at the safety position too. I mean, our, our safeties really have to have a lot of cover skills in this defense, the way we play it. Um, and then obviously, you got to be able to tackle in space because one of those guys we have to come down and be the eighth guy in the run sometimes. But we put a lot of premium premium on cover skills at safety and at corner. Um, we play, you know, a lot of man coverage. We play some zone where it's, you know, basically man coverage. So you got to be able to line up in this league, and you need a lot of guys who can cover. You just do because you get into the season, if you have a couple injuries, there just aren't a lot of guys to go to that aren't on a team that can come in and, you know, cover some NFL wide receivers. So um, they're so important to have and then keep developing on the back end.
4: You know, it's funny. I had a conversation with one of your mentors, Bill and He talked about the growing importance of safety, and it's overlooked kind of in the scouting world. But now you have a guy like Derwin
5: James. Why is it important
4: to have a guy who has versatility to play the run, to play the pass? in the middle of your defense?
5: I just think we asked them to do so much. And what's funny is even like 20, 30 years ago, I think they were still asked to do a lot of different things. You know, get tackle like a linebacker, be able to cover. But I think because the game is much more spread out, um, the safeties, at least in our defense, are really down the box tackling safeties. If they can't cover real well, they have a hard time playing for us. So, you know, to find a safety that has some corner-like movement and cover skills, but can tackle... Um, you know like i'd like to say like a linebacker but just tackle get people down they're hard to find so there's a lot of responsibility on those guys and then all the communication that goes on so yeah it's like 20 years ago safeties that you didn't seem to get drafted that high that often And even ed reed went, i think yeah. in the, late in the first yeah. round Can you imagine that um but uh yeah i've, I've kind of changed a little bit where you know maybe that wasn't a premium position when i started in this business but now there is no doubt in my mind a premium position because there's they play a lot, and they ask a lot of them. You know, we're only playing two linebackers usually. It used yeah. to be three, so it's it's just the game's changed.
0: I'm curious. We talked about this last year when we got together, just the, the innovation that's taking place right now in, in evaluation and in personnel departments. GPS has become a big thing. It's been talked about a bunch, the chips and the shoulder pads. What, what's kind of next? What do you see is, is next here in terms of being able to help personnel departments with some of the technology that maybe we didn't have previously?
5: Yeah, it, it grows every year. The amount of data we have grows every year. And really, it's about us trying to figure out how we're going to use all this and what what makes sense for us, what we believe and what we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that the player tracking is really great for player safety um, as far as the, the chips and the pads, how we use it at practice. We don't use it much for evaluated purposes out here. Mm-hmm. It's more for seeing what kind of load they have on a day to day basis to see if they need more practice, less practice on an individual basis. And it's also great for rehab coming back from injuries. Now, scouting-wise in college, uh, the GPS tracking has been really nice, mm-hmm. and it really is. It's just another thing to add to all of our information, but it's, you know, it's just good information. Um, it's real information as far as with paths on the field moving. We're still getting used to the acceleration, the acceleration, the separation from different people um, in games using that, that technology. Um, but it's great. It's great in scouting meetings to have some hard data that you can ask questions and hey, do your eyes see this or not see it? And then we can kind of discuss from there. It's just a great cross check to have. We've we've you know we're using it more and more every year.
0: I'm curious. You talk about not really using it out here, but are there some guys that you know you come back, you get their body fat percentage, which is all of a sudden they've had a great offseason. Man, their yeah. body fat percentage is down. Now we're seeing some numbers, some acceleration numbers, maybe we haven't seen from them. Are there instances where that takes place though? Even though you're not technically. You know, banking on all that yeah. information, but there's some indicators. Man, this guy worked his butt off here in the offseason.
5: I think with our sports science people, yes, because they're looking at those numbers every day. Yeah, um, it's pretty important. But we use it a lot. This just to for each individual player, what they need to do to be better. And some of the guys can just take on a bigger load, and they, and you have to try, kind of give them a little bit more. If you see a couple practices where they start coming down, or vice versa. So um, I think it's just great for health and safety.
4: You know, I'm just curious about getting young guys ready to play. So when you get your draftees, you bring them in. They have off-season program, OTAs, and workouts. But how do you go about the process of trying to get a young guy ready to play and contribute right away early?
5: Well, it's uh, it's difficult, and that's why you have to have a great coaching staff because there's so much teaching that goes on um, at this level. I mean, if you walk into our building on a, in a Wednesday morning, every position group is in a classroom teaching, either watching film on an iPad, notebook, and pens. So there's just a lot of work that goes into this. And the young players, I mean, before they were in class, you know, whatever, three, four, five hours a day, and then they have football. Now this is their work, this is their business, and it's all football all the time. We have a great staff of teaching. Uh, we know there's a transition from one level to the next that it's not easy. Um, I was trying to explain to everybody, before Zion Johnson hit the field, like don't expect him to walk out here the way Rashawn Slater did last year. That was a little bit uncommon. Luckily, Zion stepped up pretty <laughs> <It's laughs> good. That's great. Really, great. He really has looked good, but for, with all these guys, it's such a long season, it's so much different than college, but it's a transition they can all make. But we do have to help them along the way with all the resources we have between the coaching staff, between life skills, between uh, health and safety with our training staff, and, and um, strength and conditioning. So you kind of put all these people together, resources to kind of help these guys kind of pull through.
0: Last question. You've been generous with your time. We appreciate it. At John Carroll, what kind of NIL package are they put together <laughs> for guys right now? Oh, my right God.
5: Now? You know, I remember we had some recruits come in, and I got to take them out to dinner, and I had to save the receipt. Yeah. I, give the, I hand the receipt, Division three. this isn't North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I turn the receipt in for like $17 and they gave me $15. Like, I uh, can't give you $17, we'll yeah, give you $15. Back. I'm like, I'm walking State- these recruits around, I'm gonna take my job away, number one. <laughs> But uh, yeah, not much on IL.
0: Oh gosh, I, that was a big deal when you'd get the host yes. recruits. Oh yeah, oh, I you love get you get a free meal. You and then they give you I don't know, like like forty bucks. And yeah. if the guy wasn't that hungry, he'd order under it. You get to pocket that extra yeah. like seven eight bucks. That was big. It's, I don't think that don't matters anymore.
5: Me. I missed it. Yeah, I, I think days. yeah, we're way past that nowadays.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got to step our game up, John Carroll, nil. We got to get some type, some brainstorming here and see if we can't come up with something. Maybe a pizza joint or something. we can find some of that. Well, we
5: need to have Josh McDaniels and even Brandis Daly who pounce. Yeah. Bring all those guys back. Get them donating some money. Let's get that get that cash together.
0: There we go. All right, that's our next that's our next assignment. <laughs> Appreciate you, Tom. Thanks. Man. All right, thanks, guys. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, thirty seven minutes later, because you pay the water bill, so you can stay in there as long as you want. You're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap, fresh, green, Irish shop. Now at a store near you
1: snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand Tempt to hire part-time or full-time you name the position
0: All right, Buck, excited to be joined by Rashawn Slater. Rashawn, how you doing, man? Full full scrimmage today. You guys got a
8: lot of work in, man. We did. We did. It was good to come out here and compete, though, and just get a lot of reps. A lot of times we're working in different situations, so it was nice to just move the ball today.
0: How many Khalil Mack questions have you been asked already this training camp? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to ask it. How, how's it been? You see Joey every, every week last year. Now you get to see Khalil Mack in practice.
8: It's amazing work, honestly, because... Uh, You know, Joey, like, Joey's so good at just taking advantage of any sort of weakness you show him. Like, if you overset, he's going to go inside. If you underset, like, he's going to beat you outside. And so they both do a really good job of just, like, exploiting any weakness you give. And so from an O-line standpoint, it gives you, like, a really good look at what you're doing wrong. So you can kind of get those reps and just – coach yourself as you go against those guys
4: well let's just think about that you get a chance to go against those guys every day but in the division it's loaded with pass rushers how do you believe this experience every day in practice against bolsa and mac is going to help you when you face your division rivals
8: it's going to be huge you know just being able to practice against the best of the best it doesn't really get much harder than that you know so i think it's fantastic work and it's going to be hard to go against these guys and not be ready for whatever is the coming division.
0: I'm always curious when you're, you're on a team, you guys were right on the doorstep of the postseason last year, and then you watch the offseason unfold and you start seeing some of these free agent additions. Like, is there a group text? Like, what's going on with you guys? You start seeing the JC Jacksons, the Khalil Max, all this stuff going
8: down. Yeah. yeah, there's not really a group text, but you just kind of see it and you're like, well, uh, I think Joey said it good like he saw it and he was like, well, better start working out. Like, it's just <laughs> like just it's You know, you love to see it, but at the same time, you're kind of so focused on making improvements to your game, but it's really nice to see it all come together out here. You know, I'm thinking about that
4: because you guys have kind of been the media darling in terms of all the acquisitions. It's kind of put a bullseye on your back in terms of everyone expects you to maybe win a division, be a play. Do you feel any internal pressure to have to live up to these expectations from
8: the outside no I don't think we feel any pressure I feel like we just know we know what we want we know what we're capable of I don't think anyone outside can put more pressure than what we expect of ourselves already so all we can do is just just work and and trust all right you got a new offensive lineman here Zion
0: Johnson the first round pick out of Boston College and and talking to guys around here personnel wise coaching wise a lot of them say you guys have similarities just in terms of you know your intelligence your personality it's not too big for this kid right away
8: Oh, not at all. Uh, From the beginning, I've been seeing a lot of confidence in him, and if you just watch him out here, like, he's killing it. I think he's doing a really good job. Uh, Really just technical, smart, strong. Like, he's got everything he wants. I think he's going to have a lot of success.
4: Well, you know, I can't let you go without talking about your quarterback. Justin Herbert's been an outstanding player in this league since he stepped into it. What is it like to have a guy like that in your huddle?
8: It's huge. You know, it completely changes our offense and what we can do. Uh, As an offensive lineman, it takes a lot of pressure off of you because you know that he's going to be able to adjust on the fly, to anything that goes on like he's really good at reading the pocket and just making things happen uh so it's it's huge it makes our job so much easier and just the game a lot more fun to play how stoked are you when you talk to your buddies around the league that you get to practice in this weather by the way it's ridiculous <laughs> you, you know this is not yeah. like this everywhere yeah. else i grew up in houston so i know yeah. all about it like this is this is amazing i hear people talk about how hot it is sometimes i'm like you gotta be kidding me this is perfect
4: weather most young players, they make the biggest jump from year one to year two. What are some things that you worked on throughout the offseason season to prepare yourself for this season?
8: Uh, a lot of stuff, just seeing the game differently. You know, I want to, I want to be someone who's able to look at the defense before the snap and kind of have an idea for what's going to be going on instead of just kind of reacting to everything. So for me, that's been a big part of it is just trying to understand defenses better, uh, and then also just working on being more consistent in the way I approach certain situations so I can, you know, not make any unnecessary mistakes
0: one of the things that was kind of a big national story obviously with kyler murray and they put the clause in the contract about watching tape i always feel like you know quarterbacks everybody knows that most of them watching a ton of tape i don't think people appreciate how much work you guys have to do what what i don't want you to run through the whole week but what does that entail for you to get ready for an opponent on on a sunday
8: it's huge because uh not only do you have to know the defense and like what the base defense looks like any sort of special looks they have but you also have to study your matchup really well and kind of know what's in their toolbox because a lot of times you'll see like three or four guys throughout a game and you got to know what to expect from every single guy you're going against on top of knowing the defense so uh we we have to know a lot for sure on the offensive line especially uh the centers too because they got to put the one everyone on the same page when we run the plays so you're going into your second season now
4: that you know a little bit about the national football league what was the biggest surprise about being a pro player
6: honestly
8: like my biggest surprise probably was just how fun it was you know i, I thought i knew it was gonna be fun but you know, in college you gotta go to class and you got all this stuff. Like,
3: <laughs> At
0: Northwestern you yeah. like really you have to go, to class, really, yeah, to, go exactly. to class. Bucky went to North
8: Carolina. That was yeah. <laughs> that was optional. Yeah, it's just amazing. You know, it's it's what you dream of literally as a kid. So it, it never feels like you're really working. You know, just you're just doing what you love. So I love it. Well, he's
0: literally one of the best in the in the business here. Rashawn, appreciate you taking the time, man. Stay healthy, have a big year. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. All right, Buck. Excited to be joined by my good buddy here, Mike Williams. Mike, it's great to see you again, man. Congratulations on the new contract. How feeling? you feeling? Thank
9: you. I'm feeling good. Uh, yeah, I got the contract stuff out of the way. Uh, now just full focus on this training camp, uh, trying to prepare to get better for this season. You know,
4: Mike, you guys are unique. You and Keenan Allen. I see that one-two combination. When it's money time in the game, do you campaign for the ball? You can't in the huddle? Are you yeah, saying for, hey man? For for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that for sure. <laughs> I do that for sure.
9: The ball seemed to find me sometimes in those situations. So obviously, you know, the team can, you know, count on me to make plays in those situations. So yeah, I, I I ask for the ball sometimes. What's the biggest difference between young Mike and now you're you're
0: you're officially veteran, Mike?
9: Uh I don't know. I'm kind of the same, really. <laughs> but now you've – I always think of there's that
0: sweet spot in your career yeah. where you, you start out, you have all your athleticism, right? And then later in your career, you have all the knowledge. But there's that middle part where yeah. now
9: you have your athleticism and all the knowledge that goes with it. Well, for me, you know, coming from Clemson, we was pretty much better than everybody we was facing. So Carolina. I knew that was coming. So the game was kind of – easy you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying we had a great quarterback great you know we had a lot of good athletes around us so it was pretty easy so when i came to you know the next level it was more so you know learning defenses uh the ins and out of what is the d lineman doing because that can affect what the linebackers doing and the safety so just getting with keenan uh he very smart and that was my main thing was to learn you know the back end and so i can play faster and uh, physical
4: it's funny that you brought up Keenan, because one thing I look at, I, I've i never seen anyone do those and one street ball mixtape releases yeah. that he does. So when you guys are watching tape together, is there anything that you can take from his game to kind of add to yours?
9: I don't know. It's it, it's only a select few that can do what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Devontae, those guys. But, yeah, I try to take little simple things from it. But, obviously, you know, everybody got their own play style, and, and that's his play style. You know, yeah. he come out here like he on the basketball court on some and one dribbling <laughs> yeah. stuff. I'll tell t- yeah. t- t- you what,
0: though. You know who else is entering into that conversation? Because everybody's talked about Devonte and Keenan and in releases. Yeah. But but you've got Hunter Renfro, man. And, oh, yeah, and some yeah, yeah she's sure. doing is pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, but
9: I, I've been seeing that. Yeah. He was doing that since Clemson. You know, started as a walk-on, didn't earn the scholarship. Just, yeah, he was doing that since Clemson, though. So I've been seeing that for a while. You've told me
0: this before, but I don't know if Bucky's heard. Like, just the first time you saw Hunter out in the practice field and what your expectations were. versus. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond, he doesn't know this. (laughs) Tell what the expectation was and what he was doing to people.
9: I mean, he was, I mean, Hunter came out there wearing like number 35. but he was going against like the top people and he was just killing them. Like he would run the same exact route every time in one-on-ones and kill everybody. And then, I mean, coach Sweeney noticed it, gave him a scholarship and he just kept doing the same thing year in and year out.
0: You imagine that like you're, you're Johnny five-star this, this little like a, 35. Like why can't you guys check 35? Exactly. He's running the same route every time. Every
4: time. He, he is, he is wearing them out. It's, it's, it's funny to watch. You mentioned playing with a superstar quarterback in college, but now you're playing with another one and Justin Herbert. What makes him special?
9: Uh, just his arm strength, uh, his knowledge of the game, and just his poise in the pocket. You know, it's he can make any throw on the field, no matter how far it is, down the field, under pressure. It don't matter the situation. I feel like he can make all the throws on the field. And that's, I mean, that's what you got to do as to be a top quarterback in this league, is make every throw on the field, and he can do that. Does he ever get excited? Like,
4: does he ever like, let's go, let's
9: Does he ever give you, like, will he be sometimes a guy that like, spike he, the ball he, he and do he it? it, he do it will he give you a little something? Yeah, sometimes he do that. We try to get it up out of him, but, you know, he kind <laughs> kind of calm so yeah but when he do it you know we got to hype it up a little bit he can get sneaky pissed off (laughs) oh yeah yeah one thing he he would get pissed off fast though (laughs) he'll let you know for sure
0: what's that last thing we'll let you run you've been generous with your time man but the expectation for this team you know it seems like you watched the practice we see it All, all the pieces seem to be there what's the expectation
9: uh i mean control we control that's us coming out uh playing Chargers football, you know, let's win a division, uh, make the playoffs, and, you know, let's get on the road. Let's get it going. All right, man. He's the best. Mike Williams, appreciate your time, man. Thank you all.
0: Well, I hope you guys enjoyed those conversations. Sure was great to catch up with these guys. And, And, you know, Buck, this is a team. They can say expectations. You know, you want to win the division, get in the postseason. The expectations are a Super Bowl here.
4: Yeah, the expectations are the Super Bowl, and I think it was interesting. I think Mike Williams was the one who said, hey, the expectation to win a division, get into the playoffs, and then get on a roll. Uh, that's the best way to take it, because if you win the division, it gives you an opportunity to get that dance ticket. You're in the postseason. You now have an opportunity to maybe vibe for home field. The big thing for the Chargers is, can their defense catch up to what we think this offense can be? You got a bunch of new pieces trying to fit in. How does Khalil Mack look? What does J.C. Jackson do? How does he occupy that number one role? But, man, offensively, you can already tell this team is really, really explosive. I expect them to put up a bunch of points. If they put up points, it allows those pass rushers, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, to get after them. DeAndre Carter had a great day, by he the did. way. Wide
0: receiver was uh, a nice find there for Tom Telesco coming over. Free agency is an excellent returner. You can get him involved in the slot, work him in some there as well to go along with with Guyton, who's a vertical receiver. Yeah. Josh Palmer can do a little bit of everything. Talk to Mike. We know about Keenan. Uh, So many weapons for this offense. And defensively, Khalil Mack today, dominant against the run, had a couple nice rushes. Him and Joey Bosa are going to be a problem for people.
4: they absolutely going to be a problem because Khalil Mack now can know that he's going to get plenty of one-on-one opportunities because Joey Bosa is a monster on the other side. Khalil Mack still being a power rusher, being able to long arm and work on that spin, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a nightmare. And if the offense can put that 14 spot up early where teams have to throw in obvious pass situations, Look out! It's going to be a problem.
0: An elephant in the room here, by the way. Derwin James hasn't got that long-term extension yet, but he's out here on the practice field. We saw him kind of get, taking those mental reps and and still around the football team. Not worried about that at this point nope, in time, Buck. Not at all. Man, he's he'll a good be player. fine. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Hope you guys have enjoyed our time out here at Chargers camp. Should be a fun year for the Bolts. We know it's going to be a fun year here on Move the Sticks. We'll see you next time.